Hold on, hold on. This is Randomized Podcast. This is Randomized Podcast. This is Randomized Podcast. And I be randomized like another. Dun, 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 dun. Wow, thing. No, I'm just joking. Um, a little about myself. My name is J Dot. <laughs> I'm from Shy Rack, Shy Town, South Side, where I reside. You see that little rapper in me? You got a little rapper in me. I'm mumbling a little bit, so I really do got a lot of rap in me. Smoking these cigarettes in this tree, bro. The happiness. Um, you can catch me on Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Usually, I feature James and Risha, a tag team back again. Well, I got too many old school jams in my head right now. Um, um, sometimes I might have guests, um, like my girl Rebecca or my guy Ray. Um, you can hit me on the Gmail at JD Burks 1207 at gmail.com. I'm going to say this throughout the whole podcast. So for the people that couldn't catch that, you will hear that again. Cause this randomized podcast and I just talk about whatever and whatever and whatever and whatever and whatever. Like I'm a basketball head guys. Just in case y'all didn't know, you're going to get to know that about me. I am a basketball head. I love basketball. I love talking about idea theory. I, I like talking about ideas, theories, opinions about everything, especially about basketball. I am a basketball junkie. So I was thinking about NBA, number one options that would be better off as sad kids. And maybe what they sidekick should look like. I was thinking about Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker was like number one on my list. Because he's like one of the best number number one options that should be a second option on the team. What I mean by this is he's kind of like a replaceable number one option. You would rather him be your second option than your first option. Uh, when he's a first option on your team, he usually is on a bad team or a mediocre team. I lie every team, every first option person I'm going to say on this list of mine. They'll be on a mediocre, just okay team. It's not a championship team. They're not aspiring to get to the finals. They barely going to get to the conference finals if they get to that. I doubt that too. But if Kimball, ooh, if Kimball could find his way to New Orleans and just chill with that guy, True True Holiday and AD, oh, be the number two option on that team. When you got a guy that could pick and pop with AD, and that's what Kimball Walker kills at, pick and roll. But imagine picking and rolling with AD when he could pick and pop. Pick, pop, and dribble you off the dribble and shit. He could pick and roll. Or he could let Kimball do his thing. 
pick and, and um, cross your over and get to the hole or pick and step back and fade and jump your, I mean, jump with your ass for three, whole game. Jump start your ass like you a whole car and shit. The whole game. Jumper is like, that would be like the perfect mix for a Kimball Walker. Uh, center like AD. Um, DeMar DeRozan, another one to come to mind. I always thought DeMar DeRozan was a Kobe type of player, a player that's chasing his his shots, chasing the score. I'm trying to score. I'm trying to get these buckets. I'm trying to get these buckets off. And I don't see nothing wrong with shooting a lot of shots. I don't see nothing wrong. I don't see nothing wrong with Kobe in it. I don't see nothing wrong with T-Mac in it. I don't see nothing wrong with Steve Francis. Them type of players I like. Them type of players that is necessary in the NBA. That's why I like Zach Levine and Jabari Parker. Really don't like them on the same team, but that's another podcast, another episode. Randomized podcast, randomized podcast. But inefficient scores are necessary. People that chasing down old buckets. People that's willing to shoot when there's pressure on the line. You need a person to score. You need a person that's looking to score. You need those type of players. Even to the Deion Waiters to stick. You need those type of players. I like those type of players. They one-on-one players. They trying to get their bucket. You hand them the ball. And DeMar DeRozan is elite one-on-one bucket getter. He's not Kobe, but he's Kobe S. He got some of the same moves, same familiar athletic mid-range contort your body, screw your body, still make a hard, difficult jumper or layup or runner. He's amazing with that. I love his game. But like Kobe, when Kobe won his championships, he always had a person that was dependable in the post. Somebody that he could feed the ball and you could always get a consistent bucket. Cal Lowry, Cal Lowry, Cal Lowry. Sorry to put some salt in your name, Lowry, but you just, he wasn't a consistent bucket getter. He's the same type of mold as a DeMar DeRozan, but he's a point guard version of it. So, I always thought DeMar DeRozan needed a, I'm going to put this out there, DeMarcus Cousins. LaMarcus Archers might be actually good for him because LaMarcus Archers is a consistent bucket getter. But if I could pick anybody in the NBA now in this age range that I think is ready to win, I think DeMarcus Cousins, after getting with the Affinity Stone uh, team and stuff, I think he going to be ready to win. And I don't think he gonna be used to. I think he gonna be used to winning, and I think him and Demar Derozan on the same team would be amazing. I think if he could be on that team with Popovich, Lamarcus Aldridge, and Demar Derozan, I think that'd be an incredible threesome. Um, I think it can compete, especially especially if you can keep Rudy Gay on the team and keep him being impactful, not just a scorer or a rebounder, but being impactful. You will have a nice team.
Um, maybe develop, maybe develop um, Dejounte Murray. You have a great backup point guard in Patty Mills. They could splash that three. Demar Derozan, like it'll fit real nice. So, um, and Demarcus Cousins is a consistent bucket getter, especially when you get him down there in that post and he bully balling people. Wall, 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 we. Wall do not need to be the number one option, and he don't need his number two option really looking better as a number three option. I think Bradley Beal would look way better as a three option. I think he's talented enough to be number two option. I think he's real talented enough on a bad team, on a Kimball Walker team, to be the number one option. But I prefer him as the number three option, someone that I don't have to depend on like that. Like every game, every night, you know, if he could take a night off and then come back good, then take another night off, come back good. Because that's the type of player I see him as anyway. Like I see him spaz out for three, four games, six games, then just be mediocre or regular for two games, three games and stuff. And sometimes it don't even seem like he bring it like he supposed to. Like I think sometimes he fall back. But we talking about John Wall. And John Wall game is predicated on fa- facilitating, passing the ball, being in pick and roll, being being in transition, trying to get the open man, um, getting the cutters, getting the pick and, you know. And the person that I would like to see him with is the Greek Freak. I would like to see him be the number two option to the Greek Freak. I think the pick and roll with them would be crazy because I think you could pick and roll with either one. <laughs> I think you could have have John Wall picking off picking off on um, the big man. I think you have Greek Freak picking off his man. Um, I think both of them could play point guard. Both of them could facilitate, but it's about them disrupting on defense and getting in that transition with both of those guys. And sometimes not, um, sometimes letting John Wall create for the Greek freak. Cause I ain't finna say his whole name. That nigga name long as hell. I'ma fuck up. I'm a little how already, a little stumbly, a little stumbly, a little mix. But I think that'll be a great, great duel right there. Oh, okay. Here go a newly anointed number one option, which I don't understand this. He was never. He was a cold-ass number one option when he played with the Timberwolves, but they team always lost. And maybe that's the Timberwolves system. Maybe that's their culture, but I don't see him being too different in Cleveland without LeBron James. Without LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. I see them fall into the eighth and ninth seed, maybe tenth seed. They don't be in that fight with the Bulls, Detroit, and them. For that last playoff race. So, um, love just got, um, well, I ain't seen him in a long time be number one option, but, and to, to like the notion that he was number two option last year, I really didn't even see it like that. Um, they put the ball so much in LeBron's hand, and LeBron would dedicate, you know, which player or, you know, it was a game-to-game thing with that. I always thought it was a game-to-game thing with a um, second option. 
Um, sometimes it'd be J.R. Smith. Sometimes it'd be Tristan Thompson. Sometimes Jeff Green. It was just different people all the time. Sometimes Kyle Corver. I actually thought Kyle Corver um, was more consistent in his role than Kevin Love, even though Kevin Love averaged like 18 and 10, 18 and 9. Um, it just, I, he just seemed like a third option now. It's game, dude. Maybe when he get back with himself, I can see him posting up more. They gonna pass the ball in the post more. Maybe he get more touches in the post and and more touches from the three point line and get more cut catching catches on the cut and to uh, catches on the cut where he can catch it on the cut and and this to me a post up and he can do his little fade and little mid range fade away jumper and stuff. Um, but. I just don't see him as a number one option, especially going on to his like ninth, tenth year or some shit like that. He's thirty years old. Um, I would rather see him. Um, I rather see him because I actually do want to see him as the person that's scoring number one. I would like to see him with John Wall. I think that would be excellent too for him. Like I said, I think John Wall with the Greek Freak would be better for John Wall. But for John Wall, I mean, for Kevin Love, John Wall, same age. Um, they both could be thought of as the number one guy to their demographic or whatever. Um, 1A, 1B and stuff. Because um, they both is like at that the same peak of famous um, or being known and stuff and them on the same team, um, I think it would be perfect mix because Kevin Love would like, yeah, I want to score now. Shit, I want to score and get these rebounds. And that's perfect for John Wall who like to get out on fast break. You him passing the ball to John Wall on fast break, getting the fast break started would be incredible. And he could rebound his ass off and he could shoot, pick and roll with him, be amazing. He could roll, he could catch it on the cut. And going to that mid post up, like I was just saying. So yeah, I think that'll be I think that'll be incredible. I think actually that'd be more incredible for John Wall than the Greek freak. Actually, yeah, I do. But where they had in their career, I still think Greek Freak got a lot lot a lot of development to go on to, especially with the jumper. Um Blake Griffin. Oh yeah. Blake should have been a number two option and a number three option. I'm like picturing a Steve Nash type of player being with Blake Griffin, but we had that with Chris Paul. So, and why that, that it only gets you to a certain point because even Steve Nash only got to a certain point conference finals, same way we're on the Clippers conference finals. Um, so I would want to see something unique with them, something different. Mm, I'm trying to see what I would want to see with him. See, because I want to see a score, win a, a natural score. And who I'm thinking, but he he kind of too young. But this is who I want to see with Blake Griffin. Um, Devin Booker. I would love to see Devin Booker, a person that's, I need to get my Buckets. Focus on getting buckets. Focus on getting scoring. I think um, 
BG is an incredible point forward that can pass the ball, unselfish. He can score when he needs to. He can score in many different ways. I still think he got game. He burst the tail as hell. He still got a little athleticism to do what he wants to. Um, he got game. And I think him with a Devin Booker type player, a player that can score and shoot that ball, um, a C.J. McCullough type player, a player that can score and shoot the ball, that's looking to score and shoot the ball, but can pass the ball a little bit, would be incredible for his career. Um, talking about like confusing moves, because that was that Blake move that trade was last year. That was confusing. I understand that. Who should be the Lakers starting five? Now let's go through their roster. They got Lonzo Ball, Michael Beasley, Joel Berry, the second. If y'all don't know, he'll guard out of North Carolina. Isaac Bonga from overseas just drafted him. Um KCP, you know, Mr. Hall Monitor himself. <laughs> Um, Jeffrey Carrell, don't ask me about him. I don't know about him. Alex Caruso, y'all seen him a little bit last year, the little white boy that looked like he balled in already. Luol Ding that that didn't get to see the whole, didn't get to see the court at all last year. Josh Hart, which to me, hey, hey, keep this on the hush. Do he or don't don't he look like a young Jimmy Buckets? He looked like he got star written all over him. Looked like he's the hard worker that he he looked good. In summer league, he looked incredible. Yes. I like dude. I don't know. And especially if he was on a different team, I would really like him. Or if they trade a certain person and let him get the shine. Oh. Um, we're gonna go on back past this Andre Ingram. He a free agent, and I doubt he gets signed back. Um, Brandon Ingram, LeBron James, you know, Cal Kuzma, JaVale McGee. He's the first true center that I have named. Matter of fact, I haven't named nobody that's over 6'9 or 6'10. Well, Brandon Ingram probably like 6'11. Cal Kuzma 6'10, but they, they small forts. <laughs> Maybe power forwards. Maybe. <laughs> um, CB Muskai, whatever name. The dude that can shoot his ass off from cancer. CB. We're going to call that nigga CB. Uh, he can shoot his ass off. Um, Gary Payton the second, but he a free agent. Ray John Rondo. Rondo. <laughs> Y'all know Rondo. Lance Stevenson, Mr. Mr. Ear Risper himself. Um, Martez Wagner. He, he could be a center. You know, he got enough size to be a center power for it. Travis Ware maybe could be a center power for it. Never heard of Jonathan Williams and Ivaka Subak. Subak and shit. Um, yeah, he a center too. So you really ain't got that many centers on this team. So how you think they starting five going to be? Drop that in the comments section. Or hit me at JD Burks12078383 at gmail.com. You know, but who you think they starting five on be? The point guard matchup is crazy because you got Lonzo versus Rondo, 
Or do you slide Lonzo to the two and put Rondo at the point? Or they they line up is like they got a lot of. Then you still got KCP, and then you still got Josh Hart. Um, Josh Hart is not a point guard, so I guess you really do got to put Lonzo or Rondo at the point guard. Because you got to have minutes for, to me, Josh Hart. Um, KCP probably going, he is probably the starter. Um, unless you on slide. Um, see, cause they lineup could go like this. And this is crazy that they lineup could go crazy as hell. It could be Lonzo Ball at, at point six, 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 seven. That could be crazy. Brandon Ingram at guard, six, eleven. Um, Kyle Kuzma, 6'10". LeBron James, 6'9". And then you could go, you know, you could go JaVale McGee if you want to, but I'd probably go Martez Wagner, 6'11", center. Shoot his ass off. You could have a lineup like that. Or you could have a line like, lineup like Lonzo Ball, um, KCP, um, Brandon Ingram, LeBron James, JaVale McGee, or again, Martez Wagner. They center position is weak as hell. They got a lot of guards and small forwards and power forwards, people that can slide up and down a uh, roster. They got shooters. They don't have any centers like that. Um, I guess they're going to put LeBron James at center a lot. It looked like they really got to. Um, they got Michael Beasley at power forward. They got a lot of people that they could put the bucket and put the ball in the bucket, but there's a lot of redundancy on the lineup. Um, I think KCP could have been let go, but probably was done to a favor for um, LeBron since they got the same agents. But because Josh Hart, to me, is way better. Got way more potential, and I think he's standing away at Josh Hart, especially since you got Lonzo Ball and Rondo, and then you got that dude Sky Mahiki, whatever name. But I think you don't have to slide him to um a guard position more or less. Um, and I want some minutes for him. Brandon Ingram, then you got Cal Kuzma, then Lance Stevenson. Lance on the minutes to make him dance. He don't need some fucking minutes. You got Michael Beasley at backup power forward. You already got LeBron sliding between that position. Cal Kuzma will be sliding between that position. Maybe Brandon Ingram on sometimes. Might, they got they got a lot of that. That's what I'm saying. They got a lot of small forward, power forward mixes. And then they got a clutter at two guard. Then you got so much uncertainty about Rondo and Lonzo, which you assume Lonzo going to start, but I know how Rondo going to go against them. They got a lot of talent, but I don't know how it'll mix, especially with Lonzo, Rondo, Lance, all Brandon Ingram, LeBron. They love to have the ball in their hand. Even Kyle Kuzma is a he's a um Paul Pierce, um, Carmelo type of player, so he needs the ball in his hand, need to stutter step, need to get that shot off. It's weird how they five can go. Cause they can even go like this. They can even put LeBron at center. Cal Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, KCP, and Lonzo Ball, and play it like that. Especially when they play in Golden State. 
Um, I don't think you can do that now against Gold State. Now they got the Affinity Stone with Demarcus Cousin, but shit. And with that said, like, what do I see the Lakers at in the West? That's kind of crazy though. Um, people keep on saying that they see them as an automatic playoff contender. They in the playoffs or something like that. I oh oh hold on hold on my fella. So I just named that team. And your centers, like I say, is JaVale McGee, Ivaka Zumbek, and Martez Wagner. They don't put no fear in you. They got a lot of power forwards, small forwards, two guards. But how's you on the bad throw minutes? How's that rotation going to go? Um, some people, and some people is not going to get as many t- uh, minutes to develop their skills um, in the game, i.e. Josh Hart, i.e. maybe Brandon Ingram. Um, Kyle Kuzma will be coming off the bench. I guess it's a spark plug. How long is he going to go for that? When it's time for him to be um, a real paid NBA player on his third, fourth, fifth year, do you think he don't really appreciate still being behind a LeBron James or maybe Brandon Ingram? Do you see him wanting to be a six-man of the year forever? Um, but we ain't going to get into that right now. Because I know that lineup and that um, team will be switched up. It has to be. It makes no sense. It makes no sense right now, especially with all the players that are so similar on one team. Um, but people say they don't make the playoffs. And I'm like, I don't see it. Because, like, okay, last year we had number one and in the league, well, number one in the West, Houston. We ain't seeing them better than Houston. Number two, we seeing Golden State. I ain't seeing them better than Golden State. Let's hold off on Portland. Um, I don't see them better than OKC. That's three teams. I don't see them better than Utah. That's four teams. San Antonio, with adding DeMar DeRozan to your team. I don't see him better than San Antonio. I think that's six teams. Then you had New Orleans and Portland. I necessarily don't see them better than those teams, but maybe they could, you know, I think that's around the, where the, where the level they're around. That six, seven, eight, nine, ten level. Cause then you got Portland, you got Portland, you got New Orleans, you got Minnesota. You gonna have Denver, you gonna have the LA Clippers. And people won't sleep on this, but Memphis and Dallas. Um Memphis more because they got Mike Conley, Marcus Soul, Jaron Jackson is a real nice piece. Um they got old, old dude from the Spurs, slow-mo. They got a couple of pieces that will make them a lot more relevant, a lot more better next year. Um, I think the injuries, especially if they don't have no injuries, they, they should move up. And I don't necessarily see the Lakers lining up being better than theirs. So they're around a 6, 7, 8 C, but I still think New Orleans – I got to see the chemistry of this team, but I think um, Julius Randle and um, 
E for Peyton is a nice, nice substitution for those, for those guys. Um, also, I think the fast pace of the team with AD moving the fast pace, True Holiday, you know, being him, he could be a good two option. Um, Julius Randle maybe taking that third option. Nico being that fourth option. They got a lot of people. Uh, Ephraim Payton could pass to a lot of people that could be on break. He going to be good in transition. So I kind of see them settling in. And AD, he's just getting to his prime. And he probably, to me, the number two in MVP race. And he probably look like one, two, or three, or four this year. So I see um, New Orleans as being number six. I think they're they going to still be better than LeBron now. Um... Portland, they always up and down, so I can't never go on them. Sometimes they, um, like, they were three last year, so sometimes they up, sometimes they down, sometimes they number nine, sometimes they number ten. I like Denver as well, especially if that rookie could play, Michael Porter could play. Oh, fuck. Man, they some beasts. But I think they're going to be some beasts anyway because Paul Millsap should play a whole year, so I think they should be more well-equipped to, you know, Play better. Then the Clippers got so many good players, young and old and stuff. They can go any type of way they want to. And I ain't even said about Minnesota, which was number eight. And they got Jimmy and A. A Wiggins and Town Carls. And maybe they get their chemistry unpacked. So it don't be hard for the Lakers, They which was number 11 last year. It don't be hard for them to crack it, crack that number eight to me. And if they do, I don't see them cracking the past number seven. Just being honest. Just being honest. Not with that team. Um, not with that team. I, if they do something with that team, make a couple of trades, which I guess I have to see happening. They make a couple of trades, a couple of moves, get Lord Ding off their roster, get a couple of more moves and shit. I can see them um, maybe making it to the eighth, seventh seed. I think next year is the year that they aiming to be a playoff team, a playoff team like that. But um, this year, I think it's just smooth operator. They're just trying to see which talent they're going to keep. If they're going to keep the Josh Hart or they're going to keep the Brandon Ingram, is they gonna, who they're going to keep. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking they're doing this year. Um, seeing which talent is rough keeping around LeBron and the superstar that they're going to get next year. So, like, if you get Jimmy Buckets, no, nah, you ain't going to really really need KCP like that. Um, maybe you um, don't need Josh Hart like that. Um, or maybe you do. Um, maybe you don't need Brandon Ingram or Cal Kuzma. You know, you could and maybe trade them for future talent or um, talent win now talent. You know, you could do that. Okay, I need these players. I need win-now talent. Let me trade these people for that. Or let's be smart. LeBron got three, four more years in in, in this league where he's going to be that that guy. So let me keep, you know, give me some win-now guys and free agent and use these guys, young guys, to get get um, future um, first-round pick, future first-round pick. So my future could be okay when LeBron's starting to age and this other star that I got starting to age as well. I think the Lakers setting they stuff up for one of those um, Celtics movement where they good now, 
but they're going to have as much talent and much future in the future, <laughs> in the future as well and stuff. Like, Celtics playing on that time card where, shit, they should be good for the next 10 years. The picks and stuff that they have and the supply picks and supply um, players they have. Young players, they got 21, 22 years old, under contract. No, they playing this. Martin's playing the rights. No smoking on these trees right now. I need some water. Mm. I was watching Snowfall the other night and shit, yo. And then I ended up watching Power because, you know, I, I love those two shows. I stopped watching Empire like two years ago, but I'm going to do a personal rank. And you kind of know where Empire is already at since I said I stopped watching it two years ago. It got kind of like, it was already singy songy and stuff like that. Um, but it came so much of a, it was like soap opera S. And it wasn't like, the soap operas that I wanted to see and stuff about the radio in industry and what the cutthroat that should be looking so unrealistic and it's about radio and music and stuff that what makes it more unrealistic but you know it is realistic you know it really actually happened like that they really do get down like that but it be so like so dramatic and you think from a position like damn y'all doing this on music Y'all doing all this, but it's over record sales. You forget about that streaming money, that money, money. But with Empire, not with Empire, but with Power and Snowfall, they doing it off the crack and weed sales and shit. And you think of that more as violent. I'm trying to get violent, trying to get in my bag and pop these niggas off and shit like that. You think of that more or less than you think about the radio is trying to really beef with these guys like that. And then Lucius lost his leg and stuff. He like he like the rock and skyscraper and shit. Which I seen that movie this weekend. Um, crazy as hell. Like the most unbelievable, non-believable movie I ever seen and stuff. But um it was a good movie, but goddamn, they did some unbelievable shit in that shit. Uh, that's how Empire became like unbelievable. It's unbelievable bulls and shit. Bull, basically. Um, so that's number three. I didn't madly on my list. So I, and in between Power and Snowfall. And when I first seen Power, like the first two years of Power was incredible. Incredible. Even the third year, I liked it. Um, it started going downhill. It's not going down here this season that I'm watching right now and a little bit of last season, even though I still liked it a lot. It's not, I can see the writing going down here. Um, ever since 50 been on his rents and shit, it seemed like the writing went down here with his rents and shit. I'm like, damn, man. Shut the fuck up, 50. I want a good episode of Pal. I, I want a good series. Oh, 50 finally died on the, on the show and shit. That was kind of crazy. But um, I'm just thinking like, man, um, and this only power. I mean, this only snowfall second season. And like I say, power had two incredible seasons, two classic seasons. Then they had one real good season and power only got one. See, good one classic season. 
And this one, it seems like it's like the most classic. The classicest. Is that's a word? The classicest. Cause this this season so far, I'm up to like the fifth episode on this on this ish. This is better than all the series. I mean, like all the seasons on Power. Each season has been better than that one. Snowfall is getting up there with the wire type ish with me. It's getting up there. It's getting good. Franklin, the development of that character, the way they putting that character together, where he went from this to that, from one avenue to the next avenue, where he went from just hustling this weed to now hustling all this crack. The the way they portraying portraying this, the 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 change in his personality, the way he's gathering information and putting it into its real life. Um. It's just crazy, and and they ain't going back fast. That's what they're doing now on power. They building up the you know the steam. They ain't just all right. Let me put this together. This 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 way. Like shit. Like Fifty Cent died out of nowhere. Like they didn't build that up. That not at all. That could have been like a two three episode thing. Like even when he you know even when he almost died in the fire. That was way better. A way better twist plot. The episode was built around that. The episode wasn't even built around 50 dying. It seemed like it just seemed like like the little kid was getting irritated with 50, but they didn't make it out like, like the whole. It was just like it hit you out of nowhere, but it wasn't no good. Hit you out of nowhere. They should have saved that to like the end of the on the on season. Like they should have pulled out the bag at the end or the near the end. But this is like the, what, like, this ain't even near the end. I hope it ain't near the end. I hope they got a lot more more episodes for this. Because this shit is like, it ain't built up right. It built up Russian and Dre is this type of guy. Like, man, I guess Tyreek supposed to be the new ghost and stuff like that. But he went, he is going back so fast. Like, <laughs> he was just in school being a lame and stuff. Being, being a black lame in a white school. So you know he was a tough guy in school and stuff. I'll talk about that later and stuff. But um that shit crazy. Oh, thinking about 50 Cent dying and shit had me think about like rappers that had great runs and and like and like hip hop. People that had great runs. And I remember 50 Cent with G G G G unit. Let's try it again. Randomized podcast. It, it ain't got the same ring. It's got the same ring. Sorry, couldn't jack that. I wanted to jack that, my nigga. I wanted to jack that 50, but I couldn't jack it. Uh, you probably would sue my ass anyway. I ain't got no pennies on the cent to get your ass. Uh, shit, I probably could give you 50 cent, though. Um, Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. I remember it was just a time when everybody was saying Lil Wayne is the best rapper alive when he was saying Best rapper alive, yeah, that song come out. Best rapper alive, uh, even though Jay Z was alive, and I thought that was blasphemy and stuff. Don't come for Jay Z like that. Um, best rapper alive for real, for real. Because um, Tupac and Big can't argue them because they not alive. So them the only niggas that should be mentioned in the same breath of the breath of him. Um, like he said, Nas for his incredibleness. Um, he he never aged well. He wasn't consistent. Um, Jay Z was right about um two hot <laughs> two hot albums every ten year average, and that's so lame. <laughs> he was right about that. He really like 
he's not a consistent artist where every project he don't put out on get 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 his fans up in the roar. Not even his core fans be up in the roar about every album that he put out. Um, Jay Z core fans always be up in the war, except for that King to Come album. Album he could have kept that shit. Um, most of all the other albums I was up in the uproar about. Um, even American Gangster, I love that shit. Um, but I ain't talking about Jay in this run or um those guys. Jay, um, Lil Wayne. I could put Ludacris and maybe Nelly on this, but I don't think they had a run like Fifty. Lil Wayne or even Drake. Drake is now he's had he has had this run, this pop run. Every time he put out something, we all gotta talk about this nigga. Uh, even when a rapper diss him, like Joe Button. I think Joe Joe Podcast got popping. I think Joe Podcast was popping anyway, with you know, hip hop heads and people that were paying attention to to real shit. Like and you know, Joe got that personality anyway. Um, so I think people was already paying attention to Joe Button podcast, but when he said that and he went on that everyday struggle, it's like he got the people attention and people actually got to see how much a fool and how funny and how entertaining he really is and stuff like it gave him a platform where everybody looked at him like, damn, this nigga really is funny as hell. This nigga crazy as hell, you know, he funny. I need to watch this. I need to watch this. Um, that's how cold Drake is and the, the run that he on that even if you talk about him, you get hot. The little boy Shingy got hot. Uh-huh, shit. Running up on Drake and shit. That shit funny as hell, though. I remember when Fabulous run that, ran up ran up on him as a joke. Nigga got real mad at Fabulous. Like, Fabulous can't run up on nobody after he, after he suspect of knocking people's teeth out and shit. I ain't snitching on my nigga Fabulous. Fabulous one of my favorite rappers all time. Um, so is Joe Button too, but um, my personal fat favorite and stuff of all time. Oh, I remember when they had the um, triple threat. Um, him, Paul Kane, um, Joe and stuff. Oh, that was like incredible music back in the day. Go look up that shit. Joe Button, Ransom, Hitchcock. Them niggas, I used to love like that whole little team. Stack bundles, RP. I used to listen to that music all the time. That was that. That was my when I was really, really getting to hip hop and all that underground music and stuff. Cause I used to be a person that get the line wire and shit. Yeah, my my computer called HIV a couple of times. AIDS too, cause that motherfucker died. Mm, a couple of my computers dad with a line wire and bear share shit. I had that bear share too and shit. I know y'all remember that shit. DSL, the dial up shit. I used to get all the little, the new music and shit. I used to put all my niggas on. Like, man, hey man, hey man, you gotta listen to this terminology. I remember terminology I did this, um, smoke this weed, y'all. My bad, y'all. But, um, Terminology did this cold ass track over I think it terminology freeway and man, me and the fellas were um hitting that freestyle for a whole month or so and shit. I was just putting us on all type of new music like that papoose, um you nigga playing um checkers, I'm playing chess, um, old school stuff like that, that stack bundles, like I said. Um, I put niggas on him and him and Joe Button and stuff. 
I put niggas on Joe Budden. Like, I put my guy James on Joe Budden before he went to prison and shit. He got prison, put his baby mama on Joe Budden and everything. People, and I put my guy Ron on Joe Budden. Like, I was in Joe Budden, like, in, like, 2002, 2001. Man, I just love Joe Budden. Um, Cassidy, the, all the underground shit, Jay Mills, using Jay Mills. You used to try to find some of that Enes underground stuff when they just freestyling and rapping on the block. Uh, I remember that Loaded Lux versus Mook battle and stuff. I used to be on that underground tip, listening to all that stuff, man. I was putting niggas on back in the day because that's what we used to do. But now, it's all over the internet. You got SoundCloud. You got everything now. So, you know, put me on to some music at J D B U R K S one two zero seven eight three at gmail dot com. Hit me up. Give me some applause. Give me some claps on this. Like, give me some claps. I don't know. And give me some likes. Everybody needs some likes. <laughs> give me a cloud up, y'all. Help me give me a cloud up. <laughs> Cause you are talking to J dot on. Randomized podcast. Randomized podcast. Randomized podcast. And my voice went down. Because my high went up. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but I'm a little high. I'm a little intoxicated. Off the high. I need some food and some snack food. So I'm probably going to go to the store and get me some snack food after I do this podcast. Give me some snack and snacks. Roll me up another one. Twist me up another one. I might get y'all another podcast. I, I doubt it. I doubt it, though. Yeah, I really do doubt it. Oh, yeah, I was talking to my guy, Jason, the other day and shit. <clears throat> Nickname, Schizo. Like, his name really means something, Schizo. He's the most craziest, most entertaining guy. I got to get this guy on the um, podcast one day. Just one day, just talking mad shit, telling some of these crazy-ass stories. I like, I remember one day, um... I had some weed. I bought like, I had a lot of weed. I probably had like a half an ounce of weed and stuff. And I had put this on this little tray and stuff. I was breaking it down. I was, for some reason, I used to like try adventurous, try to make my own adventures with the weed and shit. I'm going to break all the weed down today. I'm about half break it all down today. I'm going to try to roll it all up and shit. I could do that template. My tongue started getting, getting sour and being dry as hell. And I'm still, I'm trying, and most of the time I be trying to smoke the weed while I'm doing this shit. My hands started hurting because I'm trying to break down all these little clumps of weed. I ain't get that, that shaky shake. I usually actually get some good ass weed. So my hands getting hurt, getting pricked up and shit, trying to break down this weed. The worst thing is when you got to break down a QP of that shit and bag that shit up. Even if you just smoking to yourself. And I wasn't selling it. Hey, whatever, that, that back in the past. Don't judge me for my past. Judge me for my future, y'all. Judge me for my future, y'all. Don't shave me. You know, but hit me at jdburks120783 at gmail.com. Well, look me up on Spotify, Breaker, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast. Look me up. But, um, yeah. So... Breaking down like a QP of weed and shit. You're hurting your hands like hell and shit. You get to that like second ounce and shit. You like, man, fuck this shit. We, I do, do the rest. 
and, and two more days. Yeah, you like I need to my hands need to rest for a whole forty eight hours and shit. Hope they don't catch me in the first forty eight. I ain't even get to break all this shit up. <laughs> Fuck man, goddamn. But um, that shit crazy though, man. Uh, so yeah, um, I had like half a half an ounce on the goddamn table and shit. My guy called me and shit like, man, what you on? I'm like, man, I ain't on shit. I'm just chilling in the crib, smoking and shit. And he like, man, cool, cool. I, I don't smoke right now, but shit, man, I'll grab some drinks and shit, and we could just go out and just chill and shit. I'm like, cool, shit. We can go kick, kick it real quick, grab some drinky drink. I got some weedy weed. Um, I'll give you like five, five dollars or something. He's like, man, you keep five, bro. I'm just gonna get us, get you a half a pint, and we'll give me another half pint. I already had me a little half a pint. I'm like, cool, cool, man. Just come through, slide through. I'm like, I'm already like four blunts in and shit. So I'm cool. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling good too. So he come over and stuff. Um, I roll up me like, I think, FOMO, and I had another bag on me. I'm like, we finna just walk around and get it. Like, you know, just walk around, chill, talk, try to probably get into some women who are single at this time. So we just walking around. We get to these good neighborhoods around my house and stuff where Jesse Jackson, you know, used to stay, where all the kids picnic, not picnic, but trick-or-treat when they ain't in High Park and shit on the south side and stuff, southeast side and stuff. So I'm over here, and we over here just getting high, drinking and shit, taking shots and shit. I ain't really that drunk. I only got took like um, probably like one fourth of the bottle and shit. And even though it was called Dimitri, which if you don't know, is the devil motherfucking drink in disguise. God damn it. That shit is the motherfucking devil. It's the cheapest, craziest liquor in the world. Make me want to go get some of that shit right now because I'll be passed out real quick as hell. But at the same time, um... What I was saying. Yeah, so we had some of that. I mean, I'm sipping on that. I got one for this nigga halfway through his bottle. He already said he had a pint before that. He only got a half a pint now. And shit. I'm like, damn, this nigga finna go through a pint and a half and shit. Ain't that always that's almost on the way to a fifth and shit. God damn, bro. And I'm like, this is the devil. It's Dimitri and shit. People, you know, if most alcoholic, cheap alcoholics, they don't know what the Dimitri shit is. If you don't go to the um go to the liquor counter and ask for the devil. A.K.A. Dimitri, and they were like, oh, you want to pay us out today? Shit. Mike could buy a whole field for $8 and shit, man. Come on, man. That shit cheap as hell. It's meant to, it's meant to kill your ass. Um, So we just walking around and shit. And we walk, walk, um, we turn a block and shit. And all I see is a motherfucking gun. And me and my guy head, head and shit. Me and my guy head, you know, nigga waving the gun. Like, hey, give me everything you got. But they like little kids. They seem like they were like 19, 20. I think we were like 24, 25 at this age. So they looking like they like 19, 20, 17. They look from 17 to 20. They like real small. And I'm small myself, so they look even smaller than me. And my guy look at me by the gun in his head. At his head. This nigga look at me. Hold on, let me take a. I got to take a hit of the blunt for this real quick. Hold on. This nigga look at me and say, Jamal, say my government name and everything. Jamal, I think I can take him. I'm like, what? I'm like, bro, they got a gun to your head. We having a whole conversation right in front of the niggas that are supposed to be robbing. They're like, 
I'm like, man, you got, I'm like, you got a gun to your head, bro. Go ahead, give him the little money you got. I'm like, how much you got on? you like, man, I got 35. He drunk as hell, though. Slid it to the side. I'm like, bro, I only got a 25 on me, man. I'm giving them this little 25 and whatever else they want. So they're like, like we ain't they like we ain't playing. We had we still having the conversation. We ain't playing. Give me the money and stuff. So Jay like, man, I can take these. I can whoop these niggas' ass. I'm like, nah, bro, nah, bro, <laughs> nah, bro. You're not Steven Seagal. Go ahead, give me the money. I'm saying that shit right in front of these niggas and shit. I think even when the little niggas giggled and shit, I'm like, you're not Steven Seagal, bro. Give him the little money. So they they take the money, um, they go in my pockets. They take the um weed, the little bag I got, um, the other little two blunts because I already shit. Like I said, I took four blunts out. I already had smoked two blunts so already. I'm a weed head, so I already smoked two of them them things anyway. I probably like two and a half, I think, because I think they got like one and a half and the little bag and shit that I rolled up. I'm putting it was only meant to roll up one and shit. I had to go to the um, place to get me some swishes. And that um kind of the main reason I was going that direction because I was going to get some switches. We just wanted to go through the mansion so we could smoke in peace. With, you know, we didn't want no cops really hitting us up because the cops usually don't ride through that neighborhood like that because nobody be in that neighborhood. That's the good neighborhood. Niggas really don't go to that neighborhood. They don't really be that, that type of drama. So we in that neighborhood thinking like, it's all Gucci. Nigga put the gun on niggas' head. Like, damn. Bro, like, man, I think I take them and to the fact that they um take this shit right and they take my wallet and my ass had just um lost my damn ID, my state ID and shit. I just lost the shit low key, low key. And I didn't feel like going because it took me like a whole month to get that damn state ID and that social kitty card. And I didn't feel like really going through that motion again. Like and all that shit does got in my head at that that point in time. Cause like actually they, they muffed me with the gun and shit, but it really didn't hurt or nothing like that. But I, I was thinking the whole time like, damn, they got my damn social security card and got my state ID, and they then they got that little bullshit debit card. But I'm like, man, I don't got no money on my debit card. I don't get fuck about that shit. I took all my money off of that shit anyway. So I'm like, hey man, yo, 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 y'all need my debit card. Y'all, y'all need that, yo. Y'all need my state ID or nothing like that. Social security, man. Can y'all throw my damn um wallet down, bro? Y'all got the money. Y'all got the weed. I'm cool with that. But can y'all throw my shit down? Niggas actually threw my shit down and shit. And on, on the walk home and shit, I'm like, I don't know why bro didn't look at me and shit. Or look, you know, he was real fucked up too, though. I don't know why bro didn't look at me and, and look at my example and tell the niggas to do the same thing with him. His shit. So we get to the crib and stuff. And and he, he whole way home, like, man, they got my wallet. They got my ID and shit. And he like kind of like drunk man, and if you know Schizo, he get real, he get drunk a lot. But um, he got this drunk madness to him and shit, where he sometimes get angry, drunk mad. He can be funny drunk, drunk person, or he can be angry drunk person. So he was angry drunk person this time. So he like man, blah blah man, man. They got my ID. They got my. They got my blah blah blah. They got this. I'm like, oh damn, man. He's like, I'm finna call the police. I'm like, my brother, don't call the police, man. I got like, I got like half an ounce on my damn table, nigga. We are drunk as fuck, man. I can get your shit back, bro. I'm like, I'm just saying, I can get your shit back. No Stevens Gall, but I can get your shit back. No Wesley Snipes, but I can get your shit back, bro. These some little ass niggas, I will find them. Blah, blah, blah. 
not trying to incriminate myself, but we, we I can find these guys. And if not, it's only $25, $35. You ain't lost that much. But in my credit card, like, man, I'm like, bro, you can cancel that anytime. They're not going to be able to use that. This nigga still, he had to have his way. He drunk. He belligerent. He had to see the cops. He in front of the cops talking like, yeah, this is what happened. He, he going in and out of coherence, trying to tell the story and shit. And I'm in the back of the cop car and they trying to ask me and I'm trying to play like I'm street nigga of the year knowing that I'm a whole citizen out here. Like, man, I ain't even see nothing. <laughs> shit, well, I'm head over your head on. I'm like, God, oh, I really didn't see nothing. I just seen that big ass gun and thought I talked to my bro. That was real talk, though. I really didn't see the little guy. I seen how they shape them. I seen the size of them. I seen one of the guys. That's another whole story and stuff. I might tell you that later. Um, but I didn't really see most of them. I just seen one of them and stuff. Um, but I, most time when I was um, in that situation, I was really just looking at my bro, talking to him. Um, making sure he didn't do nothing stupid. Because I know Jason is like a crazy ass drunk. And want nothing really to pop off like that. Because I really was scared that something might pop off like that. Um, <laughs> That's just a couple of times. Crazy ass time with me and Jason. Schizo is like the craziest guy I know. He's the most entertaining guy I know too at the same time. But he is the most craziest. Hopefully I can't get him on the podcast. You know, this is Randomized, Randomized, Randomized Podcast. And y'all can hit me at JD Burks 1207-83 at gmail.com featuring James, featuring Risha, guest appearance from Ray, Ghost, Rebecca, and many more. Hopefully, I can get a video for you guys. Hopefully, I can get on YouTube with you guys. Hopefully, I can go live on Facebook with you guys. Hopefully, I can put this on Twitter. Hopefully, I can put this on Instagram. Hopefully, I can be smoking them grams on the ground <laughs> before they take it down. Um, it's J-Dot. Chicago's on. What up?